Hello, and welcome to the Energy Report with me, uh, your wacky host, Rebecca Conran, who is feeling much better than I was last week. As you can tell, probably in my voice, I am feeling really fucking alive. Um, So this week we're looking at the Energy Report for May 6th to the 12th. We are well on our way to summer, which is nice over here. Everything's in bloom. Kind of have like some fresh start energy happening. I don't know about you guys. Lots of clarity, lots of good movement um, in the last few weeks, uh, especially with the pressure that these retrogrades put on us. Um, So, you know, even though there is heaviness and there is Uh, stressful moments. There's also this absolutely beautiful, wonderful feeling of clarity and power, true power, when you figure something out. And again, we don't figure things out with our mind necessarily, right? We can have the knowledge and still not quite know how to integrate it into our experience or even though we know something to be true, um, still have a hard time when situations arise. So I find that like what was really coming to a head with the pressurizing of these retrograde uh, moments last month was we finally got to see our wisdom like in real time, right? So all that knowledge we've been gathering, all those books we've read, all those things we knew, We could kind of really see through contrast how to move forward with that. Um, And, you know, healing and uh, gathering wisdom, lifelong path. So here we are. We are not here uh, to, um, you know, accomplish the end of our healing process. We're here engaged in healing, a.k.a. the life experience, a.k.a. learning for the whole for the whole thing. And we can look at that like, oh my God, it never ends. Or we can look at that and be like, how amazing that I just did those fantastical feats of mind magic last month. Wow, I'm so proud of myself. So the choices are is the way that we are um, observing our lives and observing uh, what we are here doing spiritually. So this week, Uh, The weekly theme I've picked is I keep my heart open with my loving thoughts. So a great way to keep our mind open is to actively engage in loving thoughts, actively engage in it. It's something that we do have to work at and we have to work at it by noticing when we're not engaged in loving thoughts, when we're engaged in thoughts of blame and judgment for other people or for ourselves in criticism, when we have to really be able to say, wait, hmm, why am I thinking these thoughts? Where is this coming from? Is this how I really feel? Or is this how I really want to feel? Is this disempowering me in some way? Is this rooted in lack or having not enough? Is this rooted in low self-value and self-worth? And really just connecting in. It's just information, right? So we just want to process our information always through a filter of a big, bountiful heart that is open. 
The tarot card this week that I've picked is a six of wands. Um, one book that I love that you might like too <clears throat> on the tarot is by Alejandro Hodorowski, and his book is called The Way of the Tarot. He's a film director and kind of like a really out there person. Um, he wrote a book. Uh, I can't remember the name of one of his books that I read uh, that was a little bit creepy in parts. <laughs> it was all about magic and um, it, it, it could be a little bit like out there at times, but something that I, so like take all of this with a grain of salt, like it might not, he might not be a good fit for everybody, but Alejandro Hodorowski in this book, The Way of the Tarot, I really like having this sort of masculine perspective, sometimes the masculine energy, and I'm not saying that he's any more masculine than a female is, masculine, feminine, the feminine, those are just energies, but I happen to like the way that he expresses masculine energy uh, in explaining the tarot. It's very much about taking responsibility for ourselves um, over um, sort of some of the energy that you can sometimes get engaged in with tarot where it's like about forecasting more, you know, or, oh, if you've pulled the queen of cups, it's going to be about a, a sandy-haired woman. Well, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just about a, an element of ourselves, of our psyche, that we need to take responsibility of and see ourselves. So I really like his perspective, and that's why I... Uh, refer to his book a lot for kind of a, just a different idea on, um, the tarot sometimes. So perhaps that's something that you might enjoy back to the six of wands. So Alejandro Hodorowski in his book talks about the number six being synonymous with beauty in the tarot. This card speaks to the joy of creating wands are energy in motion uh, they are they are creativity. They can also represent our sexuality. They're kind of like primal force cards. Uh, this card is asking us to be happy, being who we are, and doing what it is we're here to do. So, how do you creatively express yourself? Do you block creativity by solely relying on sexual encounters to express your sacral energy? You'd be so. Um, surprised to see how often this happens, where we rely on sex, connection to another, um, in order to feel that uh, connection to our creative power, when really what we're, and sometimes that can be extremely unfulfilling, and it's because what we're missing is being able to give birth to what we're here to give birth to creatively, and that could be a piece of art, it could be whatever, a song, it could be um, any kind of expression of creativity. And I'm not talking about giving birth to some massive thing that all the world sees and gives us adulation for. I'm talking about the simple act of creating every single day. So this card reminds us to check in with our experiences and our practices, our self-care stuff that gives us a healthy sense of self-esteem and confidence, you know, so that we can truly hold our heads up high, you know, because we feel good about ourselves, because we are fully activating who we are, and we're really nurturing ourselves. Um, you know, sometimes this card is can be about winning, right? And it, in that way, it can also 
call our attention to making sure that we are acting without condescension, without arrogance. We're never making this person wrong in order to be right. You know, this is a, a lovely reminder, this card, that our success comes from having a loving heart and a connection to our unique gifts, not from winning against others or being better than someone else or approval or adulation or financial gain. Those are all things that might come with the territory, but of success, right? But they are not, they do not equal success. Success is about knowing that you are uniquely expressing yourself and it might be a very quiet success that you only appreciate every day by yourself and it may end up being something that some other people see in you as well. But again, I'll give you a reminder that the world we're living in, true truth is not always something that's readily uh, received. Truth and beauty are things that are not always readily received. It doesn't make you any less connected to your truth, beauty, and creativity just because other people don't see it. That can be part of the system that we live in. Uh, Be proud of yourself anyway and cultivate that self-esteem and self-confidence through really knowing that you are living a life that is congruent with your own values, morals, and self-worth. Okay, the weekly ritual this week, let go, let go, let go. Do you know how worthy you are of love, affection, fulfillment, resources, and all the rest of it? If I were to ask you, are all beings worthy of love, affection, fulfillment, resources, and all the rest of it, you'd say, because you're a big-hearted, compassionate loving human being. Yes, of course they are. Yes, of course. If I was looking at any other person in the face right now, I would say, of course, you're worthy of love, affection, fulfillment, resources, and all the rest of it. So why would we ever hold ourselves outside of our own worthiness of all that we desire? It's so easy for us because we've been brainwashed and conditioned to do this by people who are also victims of the system that we live in. It's so easy for us to get stuck in our own perceived lack, to hold on to situations and ideas that fucking suck because we unconsciously hold beliefs that life won't do better for us. We can't do better. Our ability to co-create is connected to our belief systems about what we are allowed or not allowed. So what do you need to let go of and keep letting go of every single day, maybe for the rest of your life in order to call in what you actually want? Let go, let go, let go, my friends. You deserve it all. We all do. There is more than enough for us. Enjoy the moment of release, knowing that the highest and best is always trying to make its way for, to us, right? So what do you need to let go of to make some room What do you need to let go of that anchors you like an albatross around your neck to an old system of beliefs that you can't have the love you desire? You know, it may take a lot of faith uh, at the moment to hold on to these visions for what we desire, um, but we can do this. Okay, so into the week we go. Monday, the 6th of May, Mercury is going to go into Taurus. Mercury, our communication, expression, perception, ideas. In Aries, 
as defined by astrologer Stephen Forrest, has been about clarity under stress. Sometimes we need the contrast of conflict to see the truth of our experiences. However, over the last few weeks, we may have also had some trouble with arguments during this placement. We might see that coming to a head as we shift into Mercury and into Taurus this week. Um, So just watching for that, watching for the need to kind of blow up. Maybe sometimes we need to really exert our boundaries with strength and courage, but there's a difference between projecting our anger onto others or onto situations. Uh, Mercury and Taurus this week, it has the evolutionary aim of simple wisdom, aka connecting to the wonderful universal common sense. Taurus is a slow and steady sign with a strong connection to heart, value, and worth. It's ruled by Venus. Unfortunately, sometimes with Taurus, as it's a fixed sign, the steadiness that it can have can be substituted for stuckness as we confuse certainty with stubbornness. We have to remember to be flexible in our thinking with this placement and to look for win-win solutions. None of us need to be the loser. And sometimes finding truth means letting go of the need to find something or someone to blame, and it means choosing kindness over rightness. Truth doesn't need to prove itself. It just needs to be what it is. So sometimes it just doesn't even make sense to argue because if you feel solid about who you are, what your values are, what your morals are, you actually don't need to argue them with anybody else. You can just be that truth and let people pick up information where they can, where they're able to integrate it. And those who can't, we just let go if we don't even bother engaging. So Mercury and Taurus, you know, one thing I'll say with Taurus is sometimes it can be a little bit angry. So we want to watch that uh, we are not that bull, you know, looking for that red flag waving. Sometimes it's just so easy for us to be set off and triggered. Um, And we really need to take responsibility for that. Our triggerings are ours. Our anger is ours. We really need to connect into what it is that is going on with us that we may be projecting into situations. So take responsibility for those for those feelings. And of course, go and express that anger if you need to, but without needing to pro- project it onto a situation or another person. Again, we're choosing kindness over rightness this week, or every week actually. Um... And, uh, and keep it nice and slow and steady and patient. And yeah, take good care the day before as we kind of leave this Aries energy. Uh, and just, just be, be aware. Okay, so coming up at the end of this month is my upstate weekend retreat over the weekend uh, right before Memorial Day in Patterson, New York, upstate New York, in a beautiful uh, lots of acreage of woods and there's a pool there. Um, and it's, it may be just what the doctor ordered for you to restore in nature and with spiritual community. So have a look at the details. You can go to my website, www.rebeccaconran.com under upcoming events for all of my upcoming retreat dates. July is pretty full, but, uh, there are places in May and June. Basically, we're going to eat lots of organic food. We're going to have some sound healing. We're going to, you could have a one-on-one session with me to do energy work. Um, There's going to be daily meditation where I'm going to send you into outer space. 
it's our, our last one in March was such a beautiful experience. Um, I look forward to seeing everyone who is coming along to this one. So again, the upstate weekend woodland retreat in Patterson, New York, uh, Conran.com under upcoming events. And you know, if you want to work with me one-on-one, I have a few different session types for holistic coaching, tarot and oracle, of course, my birth chart interpretations, including the love reading, as well as I'm a psychic medium and I work to help people uncover lots of uh, exacerbating and interfering energies and really reclaim their power. So check that out. All linked uh, through the show notes on my website. Thank you so much to all the patrons of the Energy Report and the newsletter. Your uh, donations help to make this possible. If you would like to donate any amount, you can also go to my Patreon linked in the show notes. Or at the very least, if you enjoy this, share it with a friend. Okay, thanks so much and I'll see you next week.